Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson You know what we're talking about today, Jables? What? <laughs> talking about omelets? 
Ooh. We're talking about Kobe Bryant's rape trial. Love it. And we're talking about Columbine. You want to guess where we are? <laughs> Denver. Denver. Baby, baby. We are in Denver, Colorado. Live. We're on the road. Ooh, yeah. You can't see it at home. You can't. Um, <laughs> you don't want not, to. Like, because a lot of you have been like, oh, hey, aren't you guys filming? Like, you, you guys stopped filming for a little bit. We did because we're, we're on the road. We're traveling. We're doing uh, live shows uh, with Drinking Bros. I'm, I, I'm in the middle of shooting a film right now. And uh, I also have a, a premiere of another movie that uh, I executive produced called Not a, Not a War Story in Los Angeles. So, like, we're, we're gone for almost yeah. a month. Almost like a we'll month We'll be on the back, road. though. Yeah, we'll be yeah, back yeah. for you. But, but we've been on the road yeah. for a, a fucking month. So, so right now, this is no lie. <laughs> we, are, we are set up inside a Denver hotel room. Uh, Radisson. At the, at the Radisson. <laughs> uh, which is, a, by, by the way, a production haven. Because uh, a lot of people are like, what the fuck are you doing in Radisson? As a, as a producer, because again, we're, we're on the road for this movie, you try to book things, hotels that have free parking. Because because you have uh, U-Hauls, passenger vans. We have a 15 passenger van, uh, and, and they're also near major freeways. Because we travel a lot back and forth, and traffic w- could be a bitch. Right, high uh, speed wife Wi-Fi also is a is a good oh, one. Yeah, Free yeah, Wi-Fi yeah. Uh, and hotel bar for the crew. Yes, always always a necessity. Um, so all of those uh, check marks are. Uh, uh, made inside the boxes uh, with the Radisson in uh, central Denver. It is, uh, if anybody else has got a production here, it's, it's nice. Um, rooms are nice. They Sh- also have nice. those um, pulley out mirrors in the bathroom, oh, yeah. which you know is oh, on yeah. my checklist, on my personal checklist. And you would, one, one wouldn't think, uh, oh, hey, fuck, a Rad- can a Radisson be nice? A, a buddy of mine who was producing something else here. Um, was like, hey man, by the way, production Haven, the fucking Radisson in Central Denver. I was like, what? Weird. We got here and it was like, all right, dope. Yeah. Uh, also, I shipped five <laughs> lazy, this is no lie. And a lot of you know, probably listening You'll to this being like, you'll see when you see the movie, is but. He, is he joking? Um, I shipped five lazy boy recliners, uh, an entire fire pit um, for this shoot. All to the front desk of the fucking Radisson. Before you even got here. No, no, no. Well, they were supposed to come tomorrow. Um, right. It, when the U-Haul arrives and all that shit. And here's how good Amazon is. And I'm not even going to shit on Amazon for delivering them early. They, I mean, they're fast as fuck. The fact Better that they early put, than late. The, pack, the, the fact that they, they shipped five 88-pound Lazy Boy recliners to my hotel in 48 hours. Jeff Bezos is a fucking genius. <laughs> Bezos is genius. It's fucking genius. Bezos is genius. Bezos is genius. His his genius. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to a little uh, a person that we're here with, Alex Miller. Oh yeah, friend of the show, friend of hardcore the show. listener since the beginning. Yeah, he's so we uh, have he's to give he's him one of our DPs. Yeah, for, for we the have movie. to give him a shout out because he's a you know yeah he's a good dude. He listens to the show. Uh, and you know, I like getting like shout outs on podcasts like, that I listen to. Like that would be a dream of Alex mine. Is actually, rad. he's been shooting for we we've been shooting this movie now for yeah. like four days already. But anyway, um, what are we? Oh, Bezos, did you see that meme of of how he bought Whole Foods? Where oh, he was come like, on. What? come on, we we it, you know the weird part about it is is because we got we got a lot of messages about this. I don't know if you know this because like we we record so many shows. 
the day that we dropped that, uh, how fucking we, we like to stand in line and actually shop inside stores. Oh, show, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 because it came out at eight, eight o'clock that night. The following morning is when that deal went off of Amazon buys Whole Foods, and oh, everybody yeah, was you like, and I yo, talked in the car. How I the forget fuck sometimes. Do you guys know this? And it was like, I, that one, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know. I didn't, didn't know. know. Um, does it make sense? Absolutely. Amazon buying Whole Foods makes 100% sense. They're just trying to ship food to your house. Exactly like we were talking about in the podcast. Right. Did I think that would happen right now? Not in a million years. Not in a million years. You go to Whole Foods, what, two or three times a week? <laughs> I do. Now you can just have it fucking dropped off at your house. <sighs> I know. Creepy. I know. Creepy, but also it, we, we were talking about it after they acquired Whole Foods where yeah. it was just like, Okay, so this is the end. Like anyone that wants to like start a small business or an app or like has an idea for something, just fucking forget about it now. Yeah, and learn a trade like plumbing because you're done. You're done. Oh, you're, if you're, you're not, yeah. it's going to be three people. Yep. That do everything, even your little apps that you think you know what I mean are going to change the world. They can record podcasts though, can they, James? <laughs> James. Um, but but no. no, it just was like it was. There's part of it that's like awesome, and then there's another part of it that's like holy shit. The weirdest part about it is like I literally went on a rant that day, like the the day before, about, about like fucking robots thing. and like yeah. standing in line for shit and, and not being able to touch happened. these things. Yeah. And it just happened. We were just like, oh shit. And all I mean, of these... we were just vacationing with Bezos, but like he didn't tell us anything. Yeah, yeah. We... He was tight lipped about it, when, wasn't he? When we were in Guam together, he said nothing. He said nothing he said to nothing. us, and we were more hurt than yeah. we were. We were disappointed. We don't know that <laughs> motherfucker. No, um, I wish I wish we did. Um, we we own a little bit he of stock like in Amazon, but uh, I don't know what he does. He's yeah. got a weird fucking eye. He's trying to c- control the media. Like I don't know what his deal is. To be honest with you, right? You know, he owns the Washington Post. We know that, yeah, yeah. And Washington Post has become a tabloid, and it's like, if you're telling me that he's not feeding them stories, uh, eh, it, it seems a little suspect to me. Um, you know, especially, fuck, with, with the, the uh, right now, because again, we're, we're doing this live, we're in Denver, it's, it's what, 9.30 here at night? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's 10.30, shit, it's 10.30 yeah. in Denver right now. Um, they just had that special election in Georgia. Yes. You know the one that they hyped up. They oh, hyped the shit out of it. This is going to be the one, you guys. This There's is no the way. One. He's the golden child. We're turning back Trump. We're turning back special Trump. Special election? I've never cared at all about a fucking special election. No one has. I know. Uh, we will Why get to the results so of much? that, of, of Mr. Ossoff, uh, because he's been all over goddamn Twitter, every fucking news article, CNN. CNN was running a full thing like it was uh, like it like it was the presidential election day they didn't and, even mention no. the other candidate i didn't even know who it was didn't even know who it was I didn't it was even his, know who it was yep. it was his face his name plastered and flashing they the thought he was gonna whole win. time they thought he was gonna win well maybe that or they didn't know so they were just the last push it was really obvious i got a great story about it actually okay. i got a really great oh, story for okay. you yeah, yeah. So a, a listener wrote into the podcast oh. and gave me the lowdown on cnn and i was just like what well I, and it was so detailed that we'll, we'll, we'll go into it yeah, after yeah, the yeah. sponsors but uh, we do have a few sponsors who pay for this. And again, even even though we're in a Denver hotel room with two queen beds right now, <laughs> you're standing up. 
I'm, I'm listen, sitting I've down. been I've traveling. Had a long day. You guys know I've, you've been traveling and you just like sit. It feels like your feet are like sure. the size of watermelons. Sure, sure, sure. I'm stretching right now. You can tell the people what I'm doing. That's nah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you got you're a leg up. Out. Yeah, you got a leg up on you the competition. Leg up. And, I'm doing uh, it for you guys. Up. I'm here. Yeah. I've shown up. Yeah, you are. I've, I've, I'm flown out specially for this. Real, real flex. <laughs> um, uh, you know what else is real flexible? Straightrazors.com. Boom. Um, they're, they're flexible to your face. Um, they, they, they'll shave every crevasse you got. Straightrazors.com is, is the best fucking shaving equipment in the biz. Number one ranked aftershave. Number one ranked cologne. Uh, they've got uh, beard oils, shampoo, conditioner, you name it. Straightrazors.com is the shit. Um, go to straightrazors.com. Father's Day is over. This is a nice way to say, hey, Dad, I forgot about your gift. Go get him a fucking uh, a kit from straightrazors.com. Uh, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Get that shit all up in your face and let people know how you feel about it. <laughs> uh, next up. We got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Jabes, can I get a little... Oh, beautiful. Some enemy fire? Uh, it, sounds like, it sounds like the 4th of July in Kosovo. Um, I'm kidding. I don't, I've never been there, and they don't celebrate the 4th of July. Mm-mm. But what they do celebrate is freedom. And mm. there is nothing, nothing like uh, a little glass full of freedom in your life. Go to StraightRazors.com. Uh, and then go to strikeforceenergy.com immediately afterwards because uh, because I've had a few drinks. Um, and, and what I'm doing is I'm saying sponsors back-to-back right now. Um, so feel free to go to both. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch full of energy. It goes in every single liquid available. And it, it'll get you all hopped up and ready to go. Uh, strikeforceenergy.com is the premier premium Jazam uh, energy drink in the game. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION and get 20% off at strikeforceenergy.com. They ship everywhere in the world and they have a subscription in the month club and a little a boom, boom, a uh, couple squirts for you go uh, with a 750 milliliter bottle. Last but not least, we got a night she cries while he, he rides his steed. The first ever romance number for dudes, Jay Bowles. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I feel like that we're. Was I, feel like we're that I feel horse, like we're at the Preakness. That horse traveled. I feel like we're at the Belmont Stakes. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we're at the Kentucky that horse Derbs. was tired. Yeah. Yeah. That horse was tired. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Guys. And if you, and if your horse is tired, <laughs> why don't you bring a book to bed and uh, read a little at night? She cries while he rides his steed. It's the perfect bedtime book. Um, it'll it'll wake you up with a boner and it'll put you to sleep. Uh, with, with a, a semi. With a semi. <laughs> with a semi. Uh, a lot of people call it a D erection and, uh, you know, a, a direction. Uh, <laughs> Nobody nice does that. Yeah, no, it sends your erection okay. down. Okay. Uh, you can okay. better a copy of A Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. Uh, BarnesandNoble.com, Amazon.com, Walmart.com, all the dot coms, bookstores everywhere, uh, and Audible.com. It's one of the highest rated uh, top 10. Highest rated books on Audible. Probably because I do it and I'm a genius. So, uh, but I want to get into this fucking Osof thing. All right, let's um, get into it. Oh boy. Let's dig in. Highest funded campaign 
in the history of the United States. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, for, for a fucking bullshit house seat that, like, it means nothing. I mean, it, it really means nothing. You can say as a Democrat, like, oh, hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take back the house. We're trying to take back the house. We got to fucking vote for this. Um, well, they were saying if the Democrats did take Georgia, only because that's like a really big. But here's the problem with it. Uh, th- this is my district in Georgia, by the way. Yeah. For real. I, mm-hmm. I grew up there my entire life uh, from ages fucking three to 18. My, one of my best friend's fathers uh, ran for this district. He lost. Right. He lost um, because there was simply like fucking 13 Republicans and this was the only Democrat running. Everybody and their mother sent money into this fucking guy from Hollywood um, for this tiny little shit ass election. Just like a waste. A dude. waste of money. You know, you, you, you know how much they, they sent him? If people wanted it, it would happen. Yeah. But yeah Do you know how much ahead. they sent him? Mm. $12 million. $12 million. Holy shit. For his campaign. He got $12 million. This guy who is a 32-year-old documentary filmmaker, yeah, he former documentary filmmaker, different. didn't even live in the district, by the way, mm-hmm. didn't even live in our district. Um, he claimed is because his wife's pregnant, she's a teacher like down the road or whatever. Um, I, I, if you want my honest opinion, I don't think it would have mattered if it was him or any any fucking you know Tom Dick or Harry running sure. against a Republican, this money would have come in regardless. Same way they did in Montana. Yes. Georgia was a different story because this Georgia, was traditionally they really, Republican. Really needed, yeah. And they were like, oh, they really this would send need- the strongest message. Mm-hmm. This guy got fucking house. Yeah. Um, election was over again. Same like Montana over before it started. Now you got this guy, thirty two years old. John Ossoff, who was running against Karen Handel. Did you know her name? Nope. Me neither. And I was saying that. Why didn't you know her name? Because that would not be good for... Well, I was, I was watching CNN. That's why. Uh, but, but... I didn't even go over to the other... I'm from this district. Right. I didn't know her name. Simply for the fact of, n- not in a million years, do you think about... I didn't flip over to an Fox, election like but this. I don't think they were even covering it, to be uh, honest. Wh- why would you? I, I, in a million years, I, like I, you don't know the people who are running in your district. It's just like, all right, cool, great. I you might see signs have. in your yard. You might see signs in your yard as a kid. Yes. But on a, on a public national level, you don't see that. Whereas CNN tonight treated it like it was the presidential election yeah. of like. Like it was a midway presidential. Yeah. Taking back the house. We're going live from Georgia. We've because got live results. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be live. We're fucking doing They had it. dudes from the circus. They had um, people that were like formally supporting Trump yep. on there. It, yep. was, it was like. And it was an all day thing. Oh, yeah. And it was really I, I would say the last 48 hours, it ate up the news cycle yep. on, on CNN and uh, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow and, and all those guys. And they were like, mm-hmm. oh, man, this is the guy. This is the fucking time. No one knew anything about him. Uh, they knew he was a 32-year-old, like, former doc- documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. That's it. They just wanted anybody and it didn't really they matter. They wanted a win. They wanted some. But now, they're just tonight, tonight, yeah. If you're Hollywood, because this is where the money came from, by the way. Okay. It was, it it, was all. Most of it, like 11 out of the 12 million was from Hollywood. Oh, my God. Um, if you're at home watching this and you're like, oh, my God. Like, I saw, this is no bullshit. 
This is my this is my childhood crush, by the way, Alyssa Milano. Okay. Alyssa Milano, who was my childhood crush. I'm a boy in Georgia. Diehard Alyssa Milano fan. Don't think she knows anything about my tiny city or my tiny district. Tonight, she sent out fucking five tweets about my district and, and this fucking John Ossoff God, if guy. If you were a little boy back in the day. But, but here's the thing. Be... How does Alyssa Milano know who Everybody the fuck John, John Ossoff is? But, I know. But that's, she shouldn't. She shouldn't. Bullshit. No, she shouldn't. She but... doesn't live there? No. What the fuck does she care about? She doesn't live anywhere near my fucking small town in Georgia, but yet she's taking the time out of her day. Oh, it, we've got to go out and vote. We've got to go out and rock the vote. We gotta rock go the, and rock it's like, the small Georgia yo, district vote. No one. Yeah, like, I every, have that pin. And in my district, like, because it's my district, so I can speak on this sure. with, with absolute fucking certainty and clarity. Everybody's working. Nobody has time to read Alyssa Milano's tweets from Hollywood. Like, people are fucking working. If you're getting a you vote them, today, right? like, well, I did. Right. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm in Hollywood, and, like, sure. we're talking about a podcast tonight. That's what we get paid to do. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I was there and I was, you know, working at goddamn Price Waterhouse Cooper, there's no fucking way I would Can't, have time I'm for Alyssa Milano's tweets. tweets. Yeah. Not at all. I'd yeah. be looking at the market. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be looking at fucking how far up Amazon went today. Yeah, you know? <laughs> After buying Whole Foods, After for buying Christ's Whole Foods. Um, wouldn't be looking at Alyssa Milano's tweets about a, uh, a special election with, with John Ossoff. Uh, so not only did John Ossoff get his ass handed to him by Karen Handel. I looked up Karen Handel, and it looks like your fucking run-of-the-mill late 50s piano teacher who you're just like, ah, I, th- I think my kid will be all right with her for an hour, oh but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She might get a little weird. So now she won. She's from the Republican Party, and it's tomorrow... This will be a non-fucking story. Whereas the last forty-eight hours, this is all that's been the story of. Yep. How she's gonna be like? Okay, I guess I'm gonna be on Good Morning America now. No. And they're like, nope. no, 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 no. Not one Ooh, person me, will interview me, this me, woman me, ever, me. and you're not gonna hear about her till the next election. Mm-mm. Nobody's gonna give a baker's fuck. John Ossoff, that guy is dead. Here's the thing, John Ossoff. Uh, when you take this much money from Hollywood, it's like a studio movie. If you bomb. They're going to fucking put you in Hollywood jail and never talk to you again. Right. We unless will never there's a hear documentary from this guy about again. his. Yeah. Unless he's shooting his own documentary mm-hmm. about this whole process. Which and he's like, holy shit. Can you believe all these people from Hollywood pay me this money to run? Might be awesome. But yeah. anyways. So uh, otherwise, he might, he might as well be dead right now. Right. Dead to, de- dead to everything at this point. Yeah. Your uh, little documentary on bees. Not Boy, gonna, not this gonna guy's go. life is fucking ruined. You just wasted oh. eleven million dollars from Hollywood. Like they're gonna be fucking livid. Alyssa Milano's not gonna talk to you anymore. I know she's not gonna tweet about you anymore. That's over. <laughs> Your life is fucking over. You had one day, bro. Remember a couple weeks ago when we did the episode about the 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 people from Montana? Yes. Same. W- what did you hear about them? Right yeah. after that election, so I, not a goddamn thing. Nothing. Not a god. I heard a tree fall in a forest about 300 miles away. I didn't hear shit about that election. Right. I'm not going to hear shit about this election. Um, and it's 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 just it's gone so far where you're like, man, if this is what you're grasping at, like re- like hoping this tiny district in in Georgia flips a vote and goes Democrat, like. What the fuck has your life become? What what are all those goddamn marches then for? I what know, are you what they're are you working. Do? They're working. You're going see? hand in hand. You're doing all this this these marches like 
Oh my god, it's it's not fucking working. It's not fucking working anyway. It's like the other part about it is is look, you haven't been to my 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 district in Georgia. The, Hollywood, they could give a fuck less. Like the people from Georgia in this mm-hmm. district give a fuck less about Hollywood. It's like shut the fuck up and play the hits. Um, if you put Back to the Future up in our town, sold out. It'd be like, right. great, let's fucking rage. Right. Um, Reagan was president. Let's. They, they don't give a baker's fuck about John Osef. Um, and so now that's over. <laughs> now that's fucking over. Uh, and if you don't think Hollywood will turn on you as quick as you could possibly imagine, I got another story for you that, that'll show you just how fast Hollywood will turn, and they don't give a fuck. Um, they're shooting that new Han Solo movie right now, which we, we've talked about on a way, way earlier show where I just said, you know what? I looked at that picture of the cast. They were just weren't fucking cool enough. To right. Me. None of those guys were None cool enough. None of those were. The guy who's playing Han Ford. Solo wasn't Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, lo- I like Donald Glover now after all of his cool shit. He's Atlanta. Finally, one of my favorites. He's finally music weaseled his finally, way. Yeah, I know. Finally made it. I know. Uh, but he is not fucking Lando Calrissian. He's no. not that cool to have a, a fucking malt liquor. Um, and and, and the, the director's. Uh, Lord Miller, who do uh, uh, Last Man on Earth, huge fans. They're We're awesome. Awesome. They did uh, that uh, Lego movie as well. Yes. F- couldn't be comedically more on point. They get it. Yeah. In today's yeah. world. Yeah. Um, they, were, they were directing this Han Solo movie. Uh, they took a short hiatus during mid-movie. Uh, they moved their entire family to London, both, both of them, to direct this movie. Okay. Find another fire tonight. Mid shoot, mid shoot of Han Solo, which is a massive movie. Um, I mean, f- you're looking at two hundred plus million dollars budget. What were they doing on it? I'm sorry. They're f- they were directing it. Directing. They fired the directors of the Han Solo movie mid shoot, mid shoot. So keep in mind, kids, f- for those of you at home who don't know anything about Hollywood. You're $100 million through that budget. Now, you got to halt production. You got to go through all of that footage. And that costs you money. Cool. Costs you uh, millions. Then, you got to bring on another director who has not worked on this movie, doesn't even know about this movie for a year. Because it's not like they have an understudy. They don't. Like that, That's not a thing. So, uh, they're going to hire somebody, literally, who's just sitting at home on their couch in Hollywood and bring them in. To this movie that's been shooting for fucking three months already. Have no idea what's going on. They're going to look at... They, they get the advantage of looking at the dailies, which is the edits. So of every, everything they've shot so far. But oh then God. they got to try to figure out how to make the rest of that movie from what they saw. And try to make this somehow salvageable. And I was, I was so stunned by this story personally yeah, that I was like, ah, oh, this, this can't be right. I got I to I look at this. I, like, I got to get a real confirmation. This can't be a CNN confirmation. This can't be an MSNBC confirmation. Yeah. It's got to be a real goddamn confirmation. This. And, and Variety is always pretty right on the money as far, as far as Hollywood shit goes. Oh, okay. Went to Variety and I was just like, oh, shit. They got fucking fired. And then they released a statement. Uh, Lord Miller, which is as is, is hilarious as they were, they were like, look, we hate to use the old Hollywood cliche of creative differences, but in this case, it was truly creative differences. And like, I, there's nothing that we can say other than this, uh, this, this bullshit cliche. And that was it. 
And it was pretty funny and classy and like whatever. Right. Uh, so what was the actual story? Here's the story. Uh, Jake Kazan wrote the, the script and um, uh, he was son of uh, Lawrence Kazan who wrote, who wrote one of the old movies. Okay. Lord and, Lord and, and uh, Miller. Miller liked to improv a lot. Okay. So they hired actors like Donald Glover. Okay. Some other people that could improv and have fun with this and make this movie fun. Apparently, somebody, the, the, the screenwriter, the screenwriter, not somebody, the screenwriter himself came out and was just like, these aren't the words. Right. These aren't the words. Uh, this universe doesn't have fun like this. They don't improv. This isn't funny. Um, and this and and like he held up a fucking huge staunch but his dad directed uh like return of the jedi or some shit so it was like you know he went back they bitched the studio bitched and uh and they fucking axed the directors wow it never like mid-shoot this never happens i can the to put it to you this way the last time i can i can remember this happening mid-shoot was uh american history x with edward norton Ooh, what happened there? Uh, the director was a fucking asshole. He didn't know what was going on. They got into the edit and uh, it cut like some other movie that was way different than the script was. And Edward Norton was like, fuck you. I'll just get in the edit and edit this goddamn movie. Wait, what did, was Edward Norton just an actor at that he point? He was. But and he said, he's such it? a smart guy. And he seems like it. Really smart. Like I, I've met him before and like he's a brilliant guy. And like, uh, is he tall? He's six feet. He's not small. Oh, I thought he was taller than that. No, he's six feet. Um, but he's uh, the only other person I heard before this who did this is Matt Damon. And so I was just like, all right, shit, uh, for Born, Born Identity. The original Born Identity was supposed to be a bomb. It went way over budget. They did a bunch of reshoots. Him and the director fucking hated each other. Like, uh, and it was the director. It was Doug Lyman from Swingers. Um, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, these are so many things. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like they got in a a huge fight. And like uh, this, Matt Damon at this point had like all the pretty horses and and like three bombs in a row. And they were like, this this was supposed to push Matt Damon out of Hollywood. He sat in the edit for like two months. I don't know what happened or whatever. And uh, the movie comes out. It's fucking great. Here's how much, here's how much they thought Born Identity was going to bomb. The writer asked, for, he he petitioned the Writers Guild to have his name taken off the script and the credits of what? the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Gilroy is his name, and uh, so preemptively they, being like, "Dude, I don't want to be attached." I don't want to be attached. It's gonna be a fucking Dang. bomb or whatever. So he got his name taken off of it, but still retained all of his his points. So he still got paid. He like got paid. Dollars. He just doesn't get the and credit. Wait, no, he didn't get the credit in the first one, but the rest of them. He had it in his contract that he got first writer credit for the rest of these fucking movies. Once it did well, he's all, oh, wait, yep. wait. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, he yeah. came back and did the other scripts. Okay. And like, you rarely hear shit about this. Uh, the, the other one that I heard recently, most recently, was uh, The Mummy. And, and again, this wasn't the director getting fired. Tom Cruise went in and was just like, God damn it, this movie's a mess. It's a fucking mess. And they did said he, he? Yeah, they said he, he sat in the edit for like six weeks. Um, and boy, they just couldn't dude. make anything in that movie. My boy. Um, but with with this this Lord Miller thing, g- getting fired mid shoot, I don't I don't know what you do. Like to be to be honest, if somebody called me, only because I've sat in so many edits, and they said, "Hey Ross, 
can you come in and do the rest of this? Like, I feel like I could give it a go, but to be honest, like I could, you could never replicate what another director did. So I don't know how you match that. And you would see the splice. Yeah. Like the splice would be very apparent of like, that was one guy. And I don't know how you. And this is another. I don't know how you match that footage. And also now that it's so public, because this is, you know, as soon as the guy reported was on Twitter and and then the fans know, and you know, the Star Star Wars friends are fucking diehards. Yeah. The fact that they know now they're going to go into this movie guessing, all right, this was my favorite line in this scene. Who directed that? Who directed this scene? Right. Who directed this scene? That's what I would do as a fan. Like as a fan, I would go in and be like, to hey. who they would get or no? Uh, I I've heard they might get uh, the the screenwriter's father. I heard the screenwriter himself okay. might do it. Like, okay. okay, okay, somebody who knows that universe. The other rumor out there, which is 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 ringing ringing hardest right now, is Ron Howard. So like like kind of the only thing of like who's the only person. They could take this on. Do you know what I mean? Like, not only, not only take this on, but also you, you, have to think, you have to think it satisfies the fans. So, like, if if these guys got fired, who are beloved right now, for, right for a simple reason such as improv, like to me, Han Solo was always fucking hilarious. Um, and I, I would have loved to see more personality on Han Solo. I think the guy they cast for it probably wasn't good enough and they were like hey yep. let's have some fucking improv he seemed like a fucking snooze fest to me right whereas probably donald glover could probably improv pretty well and they were like all right let's keep this going sure sure and that guy was probably and no one else at the could wheel. do it no one yeah. else could do it yeah um so it was kind of messing up the whole rest of the thing plus yes in a production like that you know with the extras and the makeup and the shots and the whatever it's like it's hard to have fun with a take do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like you yeah. have so many moving parts yep. that cost so much money that I sort of understand a little bit not wanting to do improv, but why not? No, but the directors encouraged it. So they knew. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. They knew. But you know, there's a, like I said, there's a lot of different well, moving parts. You don't have to tell me to improv twice. Jesus I'm, I didn't. Christ. I didn't actually tell you to. Yeah, you should. Don't, don't, don't do it. I didn't. I didn't tell you. To you do should. It. But uh, so now, like, and to be honest with you, like, I, I didn't see the last Star Wars. Like, I just after the fucking three with uh, Jar Jar Binks and all that shit, I was just like, I'm good. I don't need to. I, I don't need to see it. Like, if it comes on cable, I'll watch it. And uh, and it's not. By by the way, for any Star Wars fans out there, it's it's probably not for the reason you think of like. Oh, hey, don't let Jar Jar Binks influence you. It's not that. I, I know personally that, you know, George Lucas sold this franchise for $5 billion. To Disney. Disney has to recoup. Yeah. So, therefore, they've got to shoot fucking one of these goddamn things a year to make that money back for, like, the next 10 years. And anything that's like that, any franchise that's like that, where you're, you're forced to shoot and make something great for the fans within one year, it's too much pressure. It's too much stress. And it's... Right. To me, it'll never be good enough Mm-mm. to satisfy the fans. No, nope. because it's not about it's not about how much how many gajillion dollars it'll make overseas. It's always going to make a gajillion dollars overseas. Take the time to satisfy the fans here and make the correct movie. Um, I felt with Han Solo, these two guys, Lord and Miller, like I, I always thought Han Solo was my favorite character in the movie. Right. He was always funny. He was always witty. Like. Yes, why, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you improv with him? Yeah. Why wouldn't he be the life of the party? Mm-hmm. Like Essentially, if you break it down to like a, a more basic level, it's probably like Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. 
mm-hmm. like this is what that movie and that's probably what the feels first like star wars kind of had it yeah, was very was like yeah it was very there was a lot of like comedic stuff in there i thought but you and know i think I, the fans like that too i think so so um so i, I hope they're pissed I, I hope they are, and like I, I don't know what's going to happen. But again, I, I guess if the movie comes out great, you don't really give a fuck, anyways. So like you know, you take American History X. Like when I saw that, I didn't, I, I wasn't as up up to snuff on Hollywood as I am today. And it's like when I saw that movie, I was like, oh shit, this is dope as fuck. Who did this? And then I went back, and then you know, researched and got on the that internet, whole story. and then I found the whole story. I was like, oh I'd be shit, like, dang, yeah. And I was like, fuck, Edward Norton was a goddamn pimp. Um, but you know. The the best actors right now can kind of go in and edit like you know it is you know after doing a certain amount of movies what your angles are and how to edit properly I think like um, not certain people don't see it that way but uh, the best of the best do speaking of the best of the best we lost we lost our all time favorite today oh my god um, a huge I, can, part of the show is it is it is it too much to say that I think, and I'm, I'm being 100% dead honest, swear to God when I say this, I think Daniel Day-Lewis is the best actor in, in the history of acting. Is that too far? No, that's your opinion. How it could is, it be too far? That's uh, how you feel. I, I also looked at the numbers today. Daniel Day-Lewis retired from acting today. Uh, sent in a brief statement through his publicist. He has one movie in the can. It's coming out on Christmas Day. Um, it's with his boy who did uh, There Will Be Blood, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, man. Uh, and it's about the fashion world. There is no title for it. Uh, and there's no trailer. There's no nothing. He's the lead. He's been preparing for it for <laughs> 10 years. Three years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, Living I, in a tent. And nothing. In Yellowstone nothing, Park. Yeah. yeah. Nothing sparked this response. He just came out on his own, released a statement today, so I'm retiring for acting. He said he was 60 years old, which I didn't know. I didn't know that either. No. My God, he looks fucking amazing. It's amazing. And for the characters Jesus. he plays, like, not one of them has ever seemed 60 years old to me unless they aged him where I was no. like, oh, God He'll damn. He'll be back. He's going to play. You know what? Uh, so I was on a flight here to Denver today, and, like, there was about five or six people on, on the plane who were talking about that, and they were like, dude, he'll be back, he'll be back, he'll be back. I don't know. And I'll tell you why. I think... I think he is one of those people who recognizes how great he is. And if he leaves now at the top of his game, it'll be the ultimate like, oh shit, every actor after this has got to try to live up to that. They also show the stats of how many Oscars he's won. He's, he has the record. He's won three best Oscar awards. No one has ever won three. So it's almost like a Jordan kind of way where it's like, all right, I'm going to walk away. Good luck trying to beat this because you can't. And at six, at sixty, maybe he's saying, "Fuck, I, you know, my best years behind me. I can't go live in a ditch for for seven years and prepare for my next role like I always do." And we talk about this on the show a lot. Like, yes, he's a bit. He was, has been a big topic on the show only because he's so. He really gets lives. into lives it, lives it and lives his I believe that that's that's probably true. That he's like the way that I act takes too much out of me it's That's literally exactly like what I think. it's literally yes. like a labor a labor work you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. um and manual think- labor where it's just like you know what dude like i'm getting too old for this shit and seriously i'm getting too old for it 
he's the 60, way that he does the way it. that he does it because it, it's it's not why, like everybody why else. Why can De Niro keep doing all of this shit? Because he doesn't really get into it. He no. kind of plays De Niro and, and he like does it not to fucking shine everybody in the audience, but like De Niro reads off cue cards these days. Yeah, he does all of his. He take, makes it easy for all, himself. all of his close ups first. Yes, doesn't do yes. any acting with anybody else. Leaves first, like. It's he's, to, he's a shell of himself. Cut to the way Daniel Day Lewis does it, where he pre- he's old preparing school. for roles, not just old school, more than old school. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be like a Daniel Day Lewis like school of be. acting where it's yeah. like if you really want to alienate your friends and family, yeah, ruin your life and quit by sixty. This is how you need to do it. Yeah, and you can be the greatest actor of all. You time. can be the greatest actor of all time, but you will have minimal amounts of joy yeah um in your life uh your characters will be like it will take a huge toll on you emotionally and physically because of all the different things that you're gonna do you know what the other thing he hasn't gone he he didn't he's never done a weight fluctuation which is the only thing that i would think you know where he gets like really fat or really skinny sure he hasn't done something like that but emotionally he may be sick i don't know he may, uh, he may, something I, may be going on. Well, here's the thing. I, I thought about it today because I, I read this. I was sad. Like, and I, I, there's no actor who, who retires and I'm sad about. Like, I, uh, like also, literally. actors isn't, acting isn't something that you necessarily announce that you're retiring from. It, it's sort of like you fade away. Right. Usually. But, but, but uh, in his case, like, maybe he just didn't want to be bothered anymore because the only other person that i like i thought about was robert duvall um and they said robert duvall and jack nicholson rumor has it rumor because they never released official statement is that they're retired okay and that they're done okay and, uh robert duvall's reasoning that i heard through the grapevine was i'm fucking you know old uh, gene hackman was the same way uh G- gene hackman was just like i'm 70 is he gay or what i I've never heard that. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. go ahead. It was like, I'm 70. I can't be as great as I used to be. Therefore, I'm not going to act anymore. I want you to remember me for how great that I was and then move on with my life. I, I heard the same about Nicholson where he's like, man, I, I, I can't memorize yeah, anymore. Yeah, he was I doing like something's got to give and doing these like weird, yeah. like I'm an old guy exactly. movies. And he's and like, that's maybe what, and that's I don't want to be an doing. old guy Robert anymore. De Niro is doing Bad Grandpa with fucking Zac Efron. Whereas yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. He did I, do Bernie though. I can't name a fucking movie that Daniel Day-Lewis was in. That wasn't great. Like, it wasn't great and that you didn't... I never thought of best. him... I never thought of him as like an old guy that's like... Me neither. Oh, look, De Niro's good again. It's I like, would have said he was like 47, 48, not 60. No, I would I say he why. was... I would say he was 50s, but early 50s. And even then, like, that would have been like me overshooting to where it's like 60. All right. Yeah. And when you look back, it makes sense. But he uh, doesn't seem 60. He doesn't seem old guy. But no. you know what would be great is if he did retire, went away, and then came back for some like old, old guy, badass. You know what I In mean? In like 10 years. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, uh, look, you got a movie coming out at Christmas. You're obviously not doing this in June for publicity. Like the, the, the fucking trailer's not even out for this movie. So to make an announcement, 
because uh, people were trying to guess around me like, oh, why did he do it yeah, now? Like, is he, yeah. It's not for publicity for the movie. It doesn't no. come out for another six months. Um, so for you to do it now, and he said in this thing, he was like, look, I'm still going to do press for this movie. I'm going to support this movie. It's going to be fucking amazing. All they're going to ask him is that. Yes. But it's like. <laughs> Why announce it before all the questions are going to be about your maybe retirement? Maybe he gets so many fucking offers that he's just like, hey, I'm fucking done. Stop. Just stop contacting me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm, it's so weird that I don't think of acting in that way. That, like, you're always kind of, if the right role comes along and it's especially if you're an actor's actor like him, like you always are open to it. God damn. I really, I can't speculate anymore, but it's like, I have no idea. I don't either. Why he would, again, like you're saying, announce in June, right? Yeah. It's, Still having to do press. It's not like the movie came out. No. And like, and maybe he wants to get ahead of like whatever happens with the movie, whether it like, he doesn't want it to like bomb and then be like, I'm retiring. You know what I mean? Or something yeah. like that. I, I, I don't know what the actual uh, I don't know what the actual reason is. I can't I can't can't put my finger on it. Well, I just can't. I hope it's that he wants to like live a normal life because he really has not been. I, I, I guess hope so. it's that it's like I want to like spend time with my wife and kids. I don't know. I, I but hope anyway, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, got a got another crazy one for you, Jabes. What real crazy one? What. Talked to a guy on the flight today uh, about aliens. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. What this did was, you two fucking nut bars talk about? This was the big one. <laughs> this was the big one. Okay. Uh, so Area 51 was the topic today. Area 51 was the fucking topic today. With some rando on your flight? Rando on my flight. Come and on, uh, flew with a buddy of mine who was uh, military uh, out here. And we were talking about some flight, and I was, I was, I'd happened to bring up the aliens. Sure. Uh, as I, as I do. Right, uh, right, right, right. Here to here. And he right, was just right, like, right. yo, you don't think that shit's real, right? And I was like, you fucking ain't right. I think it's real. Who and said that you don't think it's real? My buddy. Who we won't say. We won't say. Okay. My, my buddy said, you don't think that's real, right? And, mm-hmm. he, and he was like, it's not. He's in the military. Okay. And he was like, that's not fucking real. And I was like, cool. How do you explain Roswell and how do you explain Area 51? He was just like, that's when he got a little gun shy. Okay. And so the other people around him got a little gun shy about Area 51. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, do you, do you know something about Area 51? Like, are you not telling me something about Area 51? And they were like, whoa. And I was like, fucking spill it. You know, we're in a Southwest, Southwest flight. Right. We got some drink coupons. Sure. Um, we're on a, you know, was it what, an, an hour flight from uh, Salt Lake City to, how'd you get to those, Denver? How'd you get those fucking drink coupons? Yo, they Go knew ahead. me, son. They knew oh, the revolution. Please. Oh, please. They knew please, the Ross Patterson revolution. They were like, yo, is Jables on here? We'll get her some wine, dude. We'll get her some fucking <laughs> we'll blue bloop. We'll get her bloop, some fucking bloop. blue bloop, dude. It's, yeah, it's all coach. Right. It's all coach, sure, bro. Sure. There's no first class. We're we'll all some somebody because we're all nobody. We're all fucking VIP on this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I was talking to them and they were like, uh, they were like, yeah. Well, here's the thing about Area 51. There is something to it. And I was like, what do you got? There is, uh, and they said, if you look from Google Earth, uh, so that way people at home can, can double check this, fact check this, because I did when I got back to the hotel. Oh, if you look okay. from Google Earth at uh, Groom Lake, Nevada, 
Okay. Um, is it Groom Lake or Broom Lake? Uh, I think it's I think it's Groom Lake, um, because that's where the Jablers likes to be groomed. <laughs> I do love a good grooming. Yeah. In uh, where is it? Arizona. It is. It, it, no, it's Groom Lake, Nevada. Oh, Nevada. Um, sorry. I, I, I double checked. It it is Groom Lake. Uh, where they groom you, and so it's where they're grooming America's future finest. Oh God. So. What they said was go to Google Earth and, and, and look up Groom Lake, Nevada, Area 51. Okay. Tell me what you see. Right. They were like, uh, and I was like, oh, man. I, I saw what appeared to be a, like a huge highway. Like it looked like a gigantic highway. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And they were like, it's not a highway. It's 16 straight miles of runway. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah. 16 straight miles of runway for planes. Okay. Uh, they, they said the only way in there uh, is by plane. And you've got to sign off on like 90 million fucking things to get in there. You've got to be working on one of their top secret shit mm-hmm. um, to be working in there. Uh, they also said it's a no fly zone over, over Groom Lake, which I didn't know. And I was like, oh, shit. How, how, does, how, how does one get over there? Because why couldn't you? Because I... I I know we've talked about this previously. I'm not sure if it was this show or the other, uh, our sister show, but I, I did drive up to Area 51 to the gates and try to get in or see what it was all about. Right. We were met by guards pretty instantaneously who were like, get the fuck out of here. It was scary as shit. Like, where it was like, oh, we've pushed it. We've pushed it too far. Like, right. this is fucked up. And, and you're in the middle of this desert in the middle of nowhere. Like, you could be killed no one would ever hear from you again where you're just like, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Like, I knew better at that point. I pushed a lot of shit in my life. I wasn't pushing this. I was like, all right, cool. I'm getting the fuck out of there. Um, so I was like, what, what's to stop somebody from dropping in on a, like a parachute or like a, like a, you know, a, a hand glider or something like that? Stealth, yeah. yeah it's a, it, there's a no-fly zone. So they were like, if you try to fly over that area, they will immediately pick you up and escort you out of there or they'll, they'll, they'll blow you down. And I was like, fuck. Blow you down. What is that? I was like, yo, <laughs> goddamn. Um, so like, you know, if I was in a parachute or whatever, I was like, what, what would happen if I parachuted in from like real high up, like outer space or something, you know, like, like, like the Red Bull shit. And they were like, dude, they'll, they'll fucking, they'll nab you and they'll, they'll probably put you away in some dark, deep place and you, they'll never see you again. I was like. And your explanation for that is because they don't want you to see the alien stuff that they have there? And my explanation for this, and this is what I told them, because a couple of them were alien skeptics, where I, you know, I went back to the Roswell thing, and I was like, well, you know, that's what I heard the, the ship and the bodies were taken to. And then they created this around this ship so they could try to develop this aircraft and then move forward with shit. Um, they didn't have a real good explanation for that. What they had was, is they are, that's where they develop all of the fucking super secret planes. Um, mm-hmm. One of them said, uh, that's where they also develop the helicopters used to take out Bin Laden. Because um, they use those super fucking brand new helicopters, you know, for, for Bin Laden that, that lift off of air. And it's all about dimensions on air so they could be super silent so you're not chopping through the wind. Um, and they were like, that's where they develop those. And I was like, all right, that, that makes sense. Um, God, he had a crazy story. Fuck it, we'll talk about it. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> we were on a plane. I, I mean, I'll, I'll never see that again. Um, 
he said uh, the reason why that that one plane that that helicopter crashed in uh, for the Osama bin Laden um, thing. Remember the helicopter crash? Yeah. And they said, oh. You know, the, the American news media said oh, it, it hit a wall and it clipped and it fell over, you know, and uh, they just weren't prepared. He said the opposite. He said uh, they had set up the whole planning of this compound of where bin Laden was. But in, in their training exercises, they, they did not set up a cement wall. They set up a chain link fence okay. to replicate w- what, you know, what enclosed area this yeah. was. Yeah. And he said, because these helicopters, uh, they're so silent and they move up, up and down off of air and air pressure, that because they they landed in a in a place that was solid cement instead of this chain link fence, that the the air compression in the fucking helicopter was off, and that's it was essentially a crash landing. And the guy said, like, look, if it wasn't for the the pilot of this helicopter all those people would have died and there would have been no killing of bin laden whatsoever right but the way he was able to maneuver that plane under those conditions having barely ever flown it before they were like that that guy was a fucking genius Mm -hmm. and he landed it in such a way miraculously that all of the soldiers could get out fucking move through the thing and then kill kill bin laden but he goes if it wasn't for that guy they probably all, all would have died right there and that would have been it um but he said that's where those helicopters were built, that's where they were made, and that's where they were tested was inside Area 51. Okay. And that brings me back to my original theory. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what when is When the it? alien crashed, and, you know, the alien ship crashed in, you know, 47 or whatever it was, 48. Oh, my God. The guy said they took it there, and that's how they studied aviation for all the years going forward. I find it odd that after all these fucking years, it's been, at this point, 70 years, we're still using the same place, Area 51, to test the same shit, supposedly of where we took this this first thing. It seems strange to me. It seems strange. Um, and the, the fact that there's 16 <laughs> miles of runway there, mm-hmm. you're only testing, because they were like, look, they're only testing aircraft there. Like, right. that's it. Um, right. and, and, you know, some other various bombs and shit, but, like, that's it. Right. So yeah. it only, even though they scoffed at me about the alien thing, they were mm-hmm. like, and I was like, great. Well, how, how the fuck do you explain the rest of it? And they were like, well, I don't know. I was like, why do they pick that place in particular? Nobody had an answer for it. You know what this means, Japes. What does it mean? Aliens are among us, oh dude. They're here. They're everywhere. Would Was it an alien flying the helicopter? When It was not. It was oh, not that was a guy. The same technology is applied okay. where it's that that they learned from the alien crash. Yep. In forty seven. That's what I'm saying. Forty seven, okay. forty eight, whatever that was. And um that's what you're I, saying that's why are they using the same place? Like people fucking Why wouldn't you move it? Why you, would you move it though? Why would you move it? Johnny Depp has his own island. Why why wouldn't you move it to an island where it's why like Why would ah, you move great. it if that if it's working you have the fucking runway it's all whatever no, like but that's what I'm saying cuz cuz you built it probably so long ago right. Area 51 is so long ago that's where you took the fucking aliens sure. that's where you took that aircraft Yes Why would you move it anywhere else And that's my, my that's my that's my thing <laughs> But like why would you move it anyways Oh my god Because if it didn't exist why would it be there Okay. Yeah. 
If if the if the aliens never crashed, there was never any aircraft. Why is there an Area Fifty One? Why did that get to started? Test, to test aircrafts, right? But but when? Why start it the same year that the fucking aliens were were found? When were the aliens? I mean, how was forty eight? But but where's the like facts of that that the aliens oh, did that, crash and find and they were found? Well, I mean that that was in Roswell. Okay. But but the story is they and took their bodies and their their aircraft yes. to a mm-hmm. facility. This facility was so Area Fifty One that they had to set up a, a special place for for what this was. Block off right, right, everything right. that was in the middle of the desert and fucking figure this out because where else could you take? So it? You're saying Area Fifty One was started the same time as the story was started. Right afterwards. Right after the story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> story. I, the story. I'm not saying like uh, I'm not saying it's a story of fiction. I'm saying after the events, mm-hmm. and I'm I, I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay by that. By the way, I'm standing no, by that. No, we one. all know we all know what you what your stance is. <laughs> we all know what your stance is. I just, and maybe I, I it'll just, come I just out. Find it, but, maybe but it'll come thing. out someday. I find it odd. Why why have it there the same place as everybody else says it was? But like back then. I interviewed that guy. T- don't you think TMZ would have gotten on it by now? It happened in when? 48? I, I tried to drive. I, I tried to drive up there. They stopped me. Like, I, I mean, it was violent. And they were yeah, like, you got to fuck why, out of here. Why do you need to be there? Everybody needs to be somewhere. You can go up to the. I could drive up to the gates of the White House today. Yeah, but you but can't I, get in. Right. But I can't drive up. I, actually, I could. I could take a tour inside the White House. Today, like if I want right. to take a tour inside the White House, I could do it like any, any other American. Take a tour but inside the White House. they're testing aircraft i i can't like, i can't get into top secret i can't get into area why why there though why aren't they why aren't they testing that aircraft inside you know fucking the cia or fbi or or you know air force compounds there too i don't i don't think they are really i do okay and that and, and again this is all speculation but it just it doesn't make it's, sense it's definitely speculation well i'd like i if I if, if I had my druthers and you said, "Hey Ross, you're in Vegas, gun to your head, aliens real or, or, or fake?" We know what the answer say is. Aliens, man. I know. Say fucking aliens. We know though. All of this. And makes we know sense what my me. answer. All would of be. this makes sense. <laughs> to me. And like even today, in a fucking plane full of people, nobody had a had a had a real answer for this. And I heard I heard a lot of oh, it was a weather plane. And then I heard one one guy from the military was just like, you know. We were we were flying a top secret plane in Iraq and it crashed, and uh, uh, people got got to it before we could you know physically blow it up, and uh, and they were like, "What do we tell them?" You like tell them it's a weather plane, and they said after fucking thirty minutes everybody walked away from it. They were like, "Ah, it's a weather plane. Nobody gives a shit." Hmm. And they were like, "Just tell them the same thing you told them in Roswell." <laughs> Dead serious. That's where we're on this plane today. All right. So. I don't know. What I, what, what, I, what I do know is I want a little alien body in my bed. I want it lying with me. I want to hold it. I want to see it. You I want to touch it. I, I want to smell it. I think you're like obsessed. I want to touch it. I want to smell it. In a I'm like not. weird way that I'm not. I just want not, a fucking I answer. Quite. I just yeah, want a fucking answer. Like I said, if you know. If CNN can run 48 hours worth of a John Ostoff footage. You don't I, think you I would wanna, have an answer? I want to know about the fucking you know, aliens. You don't dude. think you would have an Fuck answer? Fuck you, Wolf Blitzer. Right. Fuck you, Anderson Cooper. Give me a god! Give me a real answer about something I really give a shit about. You think I care about the sixth district in Georgia, right? Where their fucking special elections are? 
fuck you, dude. And I'm, I live there. I live in that district. That's my district. I don't give a shit. I don't give a baker's fuck about that. I, I know her last name is Mandel or Handel. Like, I don't give a shit. Right. What, I, what I do give a shit about is well, those fucking aliens, bro. Yeah. We got pound, those fucking aliens. Pound sign aliens are real. Well, it's a hashtag. It's not. You don't well, call it's it a pound, pound sign. sign. Yeah. You don't oh, say pound. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Oh, what is boy, it? James. Oh, no. You call it hashtag? Oh, boy, <laughs> oh boy. I'm giving you the Morgan frame. Oh, you call it hashtag? Oh, oh I always say pound sign. Yeah, you still say pound sign? I always uh, say pound, pound sign alien, pound sign well, aliens. Well, look, if you, if, you, if, you like this, if you like this episode, pound sign area, <laughs> area 51 on uh, Ross Patterson Revolution Facebook page or Ross Patterson Revolution Instagram. <laughs> the altitude's getting to me, man. Pound sign pound area 51. <laughs> Uh, and with that, we get to the, the revolutionary figure of the day. Um, this one, look, we, we, we wrote him earlier. We wrote him on an earlier episode. Okay. <laughs> wrote him? Yeah, real hard. I mean, we, we wrote him. Yeah, okay, okay, we okay. wrote him real hard. Okay. Um, but today, after in, in, in light of tonight's recent events, uh, we're going to give this one to Harrison Ford, the original... Uh, the original Han Solo. We I, really do do a. We've done a couple on him actually. We have, we yeah. have about his flying and what and you know. Uh, we, oh, is that, is that plane supposed to be over me? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But but in all seriousness and all actuality, he was probably the first cool, funny action star in a movie. And look, let's face it. Like Star Wars didn't become a a, a classic until later. At the time, it was campy. They didn't really know what they were doing with CGI. He did a lot with that role um, that not a lot of people could do. And and truthfully, if you fast forward 40 years to what they're doing in Gardens of the Galaxy, I mean, they literally just, like Chris Pratt's character, literally just Harrison Ford from the 70s. And it's like... It's the no confidence, different. the humor, the like, yeah. it, all of it. And like the fucked up thing is, is like when Harrison Ford did it, it felt genuine and real. Where it was like, dude, if I was in a bar fight, you believe that Harrison Ford could kick your ass back then. You also believe that Harrison Ford could take your girlfriend back then. I don't believe that about today's people like Chris Mm-mm. Pratt and them. It's like, Mm-mm. cool, you were the fat guy on, on, on yeah. Parks and Rec. And you, I'm good. You took a cycle yeah. and like, congratulations. Sure. Like, you made yourself rich. But like. With Harrison Ford, I genuinely felt that. And the fact that he's still crashing planes at 76 years old, like, he he probably still feels it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, fuck he it. He lives it. Yeah. I, this is this is to all the OG Star Wars fans out there. Like, Harrison Ford is still Harrison yeah. Ford. He's still Han Solo. Whoever this dipshit is who can't fucking improv and got the directors fired like a fucking pussy. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Uh, Harrison Ford's still the OG. Uh, and then to, to cap this story off... Um, uh, I want to say that the 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 toxicology report of Carrie Fisher came out today. I was today. just gonna say that. Um, I would say I was gonna say what what she had in her system, but I think the better question would be what didn't she have in her system? Well, um, I don't want to say it. It was fantastic. I I don't have a problem saying fantastic. it. Fantastic. I don't have a problem saying it because it well, was yeah, but we like that cocaine. Shit. Sure. Whoa. Oh wait, did you read this? I read that it came out, but I felt like cocaine, heroin, shitty that it actually ecstasy, came out. So oxy, I didn't read it. Oxys, um, like she she went she the cocaine? full yeah cocaine. Um, she really? Yeah, uh, uh, oxys, heroin, ecstasy. I like forget all of where it. where was she found? Was she at her house? No, she was on a plane. She, remember, she died in a in a plane, first class. She didn't die. Well, she didn't die in the plane. 
Well, they landed the plane. They took her to the hospital, but she didn't wake up. Like she was that was it. Okay, she was in the plane. And so she, when she got on that plane, she had cocaine, pills. Well, a toxicology report spans, you know, the month, the month, the yeah. last sixty days. Yeah. Uh, okay. I would have. Okay. A, okay. Here's the thing. I would have a hard time believing that she was able, physically able, with all of those drugs at the same time, to get on that that plane and be fucking. Because she was drinking on the plane and having a good time. But um, toxicology also is high levels, so they wouldn't be like, "Oh, you had trace amounts from the year." Like, I don't well, know. Okay, okay. Because cocaine doesn't stay in your system like weed. I so, but know. anyway, don't know. Just throwing that out there. But the 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 fact of the matter is this, uh, and I and I read a lot of, about this on Twitter, which is a rarity, like in social media, where everybody was just like, "Yo." That's kind of who Carrie was, and she was having a fucking blast. And like, who cares? Like, she, she a lot was, of people were pissed that it actually came out, which I kind of was in that camp as well, where it was like, we're good, dude. Like, we're good on Carrie Fisher's ah, toxicology. It, 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 to, to, to me, though, like, it wasn't shocking when you have an urn that is a Prozac pill. <laughs> And yeah. that was in your will. Yeah. Dead serious. Yeah. And, and by the way, for anybody she who... She fucking lived it. Yeah. Anybody out there who thinks I'm joking, Google Carrie Fisher's no, urn. People know that, right? And it's... I don't think they do. Because oh, um, there was only one like one weird photo taken from TMZ. Google Carrie Fisher's urn. It is literally a large metal Prozac pill urn <sighs> with, was, with, with the ashes in it. She was fucking funny. She was fucking funny. And like, if she wanted to go out partying like this... Fucking so be it. I I don't give a shit. She didn't, you know. Eh. Whatever. Whatever. When you get to a certain point. Yeah, whatever. She made it. She made it to an uh, to a ripe. She she was an old age. Sixty, but um. Just sixty. Just sixty. Uh, but uh, so, some that's other, about when I'm gonna start doing. So, all those some jobs, other so. some other some other people speculated today, which was pretty funny. They were like, uh, man. I find it odd after her resurgence in Star Wars, she was like, fuck it. I'm just going to live forever. I'm going to fucking rage. Somebody else had really she, it something. It brought her back. It triggered, dude. I know. And triggered. So, so, so it was like, oh, yeah, fuck it. I'm awesome. Yeah. Um, somebody else had a really great comment, though. They were like, because uh, in, in the movie, they show flashbacks of her when she's young. And they use like old CGI when she's young. Yeah. Um, somebody was just like, man, she probably saw those flashbacks when she was young. She was like. Fuck this! I'm out of here, dude. You fucking, you, you fucking, fucking beef me. Losers. Yeah, you yeah, fucking you... beef me like this. Yeah. Like, come on, I, I should be coming back doing this shit. Yep, I'm out, dude. Uh, but either way, uh, regardless of of what the toxicology report is or what you think, uh, Carrie Fisher was a fucking genius. She uh, was not only hilarious uh, in all of her interviews and 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 uh, in, in all of her movies, but she was one of one of the greatest writers, female, it's that true. we've had in the last 30 years. And uh, uh, she's had numerous best-selling novels in the New York Times bestseller list. The other thing that a lot of people don't know about her was uh, she did rewrites on a lot of movies, which I've done. And you don't get credit for it. Nobody knows you did it. And it's just like, eh, it could, it could be anyone. She did like 60 to 70 of like the most high-profile movies in the 80s. And... Um, she was married to Dan Aykroyd for a little bit, and he was like, "Dude, if you knew how many fucking movies she wrote, like it, it would alter your mind." Yep. She was, she was brilliant. So she was brilliant. Uh, if she went out like this, and that's the way she wanted to go out, congratulations! Yeah. Like, fuck it, I'm not even gonna, you know. She always it's had the, such a like great 
sense of humor about herself Always. and her situation and Always. someone that and she really had such a fucked up go of it yeah that like the greatest thing you can have is a sense of humor about your issues or like yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like and, as and, fucked up as it is and the difference between her and a chris cornell to me is this is chris cornell is sudden and tragic because he just he just fucking killed himself in the middle of the night yeah whereas somebody like carrie him. fisher it, it, who just who you know died on a plane and died like this when you get the toxicology report you're like ah yeah yeah that's probably carrie fisher like fuck yeah that's probably yeah like, you know so, someone who just hangs themselves in the middle of the night yeah you're like it's oh, hard to relate boy. to that or understand why yeah, it was like no. carrie fisher were and like, you know how i am she about was, carrie fisher shit. was always yeah, a partier yeah, so you're like yeah. ah yeah she went a little hard like. yeah it's not surprising no a lot of people that are so surprised, not surprised. that are yeah. just like oh god like addict drug addict blah, blah blah it's like yeah she said it she said it a million times a million times she wrote a million books on it and she was like hey she i would rather be struggled with it and she lost yeah or she won or she no won. we're not sure she made we it real far and she went out fucking partying so exactly not really sure who's laughing in this yeah but um, because she told she everybody from the get go, she was like, "Yo, drugs are a blast. Like, I'm gonna have a blast, and this is it." And you were just like, "All right, cool." Like, I, I, I don't actually love that. She would always just be like, "It's they're so great. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just so fucking great." Is the problem? She always was really, really honest about it, and, and, and not really in that Whitney Cummings and, yeah. way, exactly. but in a way that's yeah. like, yeah. "Man, they're fucking great," and I struggle with it. But I struggle because they're so fucking. Fun. They're yeah, so fun. fun. Um, and you know she was a good time at a party. Like yeah. she may have been a liability every once in a while, but you know she could fucking party. And she could have went to that Star Wars premiere, looked at herself at twenty in this movie. Maybe of Star Wars and been like, yo. That could have been a trigger. It. I was the jam sure. and now I'm fucking I'm the grandma on this goddamn thing. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going out and I'm like, uh but yeah, e- either way, um, uh, Carrie Fisher, you rocked it. Harrison Ford, you rocked Those it. Those are two really good revolutionary figures. I that's like a, that's them. what I think. And it's like these yeah. fucking pussies today and Han Solo, like, fuck up. Like if I was playing Han Solo, it would be my fucking dream if if Lord Miller were the directors and I got to oh, improv God, all goddamn day. Yeah. It means you have the the funniest. You were clearly hired best, with that, yeah. Coolest movie of all time. Like, fuck these pussies. Um anyways, Jables, we're in a we're in a, a fucking Radisson in downtown Denver. Um, We're in the city of brotherly love. You stood up the entire show. I know. It's Weird. actually Mile High City, you guys. But yeah. Um, yeah. I did. I, I because I because I've been sitting. What'd you say? Getting some weed tomorrow. You are yeah. for real. Of course. Why wouldn't you? I, not only that, but like everybody. Every time I go to Colorado, everybody texts me orders. They're like, "Oh, yo, man, can you send me back?" And I'm just oh, like, that's uh, right. We yeah. have so many people to bring I stuff. Know, I know. <laughs> So I, I, I hear you. I have your list. I'm going to fucking send it to you. Relax. Um, you'll, you'll get it tomorrow from, from a, a Gary Gokassian, um, <laughs> a, a.k.a. My, my. We'll have to get into that on the next show. Yeah, on, on another show. On yeah. another show. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Jabes, appreciate you uh, setting up the whole sitch here in the hotel. Hey, man. You that's what us. I'm here for. You rocked us. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jablers, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.